Beautiful. Awesome. All right, so we are started. Yes. Podcast number three. My God, I'm on a roll. Love it. Beautiful. So today we have Vanessa. Yes, hey. Vanessa's in the house with us today. Um, oh. It's like my little signature. Yes. Okay. So the healthy, well, the health podcast. A lady asked me yesterday because I did, I do an English and then French. Uh, well, it's not always going to be like that, but if the interview is French or English. I'm just going to flow with it. You yeah. Know? And she's like, uh, was that a mistake? Uh, the le podcast? Uh, no, it's actually, <laughs> it's the podcast. That's why I call it that. Because we were going to talk a lot about the endocannabinoid system right. and cannabis in this. Um, it's, that's why we're talking about health is the main aspect here. Mm -hmm. This podcast is about spreading knowledge and sharing experiences all relating to health and all of its dynamics, emotional, physical, and psychological health. And so that's why we have you here today. So it's a beautiful thing, Vanessa Tessier here to uh, share her uh, her experience. Yeah, you know? yeah. Are you, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm actually doing really great today. Beautiful. Um, beautiful. Yeah. Started my day with um, a lot of self care, which is something that I'm still working on very, very much. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm doing really good too. Awesome. It's a beautiful, a beautiful day. I'm on a roll with these podcasts, and I wanted to share. I'm like, uh, we really have to go through a lot of details together. We'll have a lot uh, to share. Yeah. Um, how about we start off where I've been starting off with people about, like, where did we meet? How did we meet? Um, we met because I had my own, uh, I had my own issues I was going through. I think it was, I could say about a year ago, I think now. And yeah, and uh, I was really not feeling well. And I had a friend that recommended that I give you a call to uh, check out what you had to offer mm. because I felt like I had done so many things um, that I had already that was available available to me, but kind of was in a roadblock. Okay. So yeah, that's where we met. I reached out to you and um, uh, engaged in, in the here and now program, um, which helped me <laughs> phenomenally. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Well, actually, I think you did the the Ismet Na Prezan, right? Yes. The French yeah, version. Actually, it was called. Yeah, because you it. were like you became kind of the ambassador of the here and now. Yeah. Creating the slides and everything, you up kind of updated um, that program. So right. Ismet Na Prezan, the program that you did, is a three month program. Yeah. Um, that's in French, and like for me, I've been doing this for for a while now, and like that French program I was talking yesterday on my podcast with Sandra uh, came really out of. Um, meeting Chris uh, who himself yeah. went through a big transition and everything and so I was like yo we have to do something together and this concept of creating my English program in French um, became that and so we changed the structure and everything right. and so you came in you did these maintenant présent and we're going to talk about your experience through that and everything yeah. but the result was you came out actually starting to coach people and actually creating the platform for the here and now, right. which was the English version of the Smetna Présent. Exactly. And you kind of added even more on it. So, uh, yeah, how was your experience with the Smetna Présent? Um, it was very good. I think I was at a point where, um, you know how in life, when you, you kind of get to this pivotal moment where you feel like your only option is to change yeah. because the pain is greater than the changing process. Mm. 
um, because we are generated by pain and pleasure and pain being also through fear. But um, so I was at that place where I felt like I had to change. So it wasn't an option anymore. So at first, yes, um, I would say it was difficult uh, not to follow the modalities, but it's definitely a mindset shift. Yeah. That was difficult for me at first. But when I felt, when I saw that I had no other option or gave myself rather no other option, that's when really things started flowing. And the more they flowed, the more it resonated and the more it resonated, the more, you know, it's like the cycle and uh, things just started uh, completely changing um, there, through there that. There is a lot of modalities in, in yeah. this, and it's normal that some of these doors, some of these healing modalities aren't as resonant at, at the beginning uh, because the concept here is about opening up. Eh? Right. And when we're, like, how you explain it, you know, I was, like, kind of at my edge. I felt, like, closed down, kind of, like, didn't know what to do, didn't really have a direction. Yeah. Um, that's why I like these programs here and now and Semen Up is not because we don't just put one healing modality in there. We put many. Uh, so, you know, you have a lot of doors to open up to. Um, and so I'm glad that, you know, it developed and started resonating with you, all these different modalities. And, uh, you know, now I've seen you kind of go through all of them. Uh, the last one, uh, uh, so which ones were the most resonating to you at the beginning? This is a good question. Um, I have to say the dance was, yeah, which was, already a dancer the yeah. one that i'm like less attuned <laughs> to um i'm glad because uh, especially on the cement not um we had um i had a good coach there uh, yeah uh, danny that uh, was a dance professor uh, professional yeah, yeah and she gave a good class on that uh, on that week of the dance and movement um and we we redid it in in english bust move i think we yeah. did it really well because you also have a dance background yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's why I was in good resonance with you and see for me, the fact that that was in there, even though that if for me, it's still again, out of my comfort zone, it's one that I really developed on. Um, you see, everybody has their different affinity and you had that one for that, that kind of helped you integrate the other one. So if that one wasn't there, it would have been a little bit more difficult to, uh, to get all the other ones in. And so I'm glad to see that, you know, that variety that we have. Um, could help more people, could allow more people to open up uh, to these healing modalities. I'm very happy about that. So dance, and then what, what kind of, what came from that? Uh, was it nutrition, or, or breathing? Um, I would say uh, the, the meditation was one too, um, because of mm. what I had been going through, which was very much emotional. Mm. Um, I, believed i think like a lot of people believe that w emotion um is only worked on from the inside and looking into yourself which is a huge don't get me wrong huge 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 part of that yeah. but i didn't understand how the detoxing or the breathing or the endocannabinoid system would come and help me heal these emotional um um discrepancies if i could call them like that yeah. so i think that's why i resonated less in the very be beginning with that excuse me yeah. um but as i got the knowledge and i'm a person who also um i like being told things but i like understanding them so through doing the program and through all of these modalities i would turn around and do my research not through lack of 
trust, but more in wanting to understand what was going on in my own body. Mm. And by doing that, it resonated even more. So every week, week by week, um, I was able to not only understand what I was doing, observe what was happening in my body, but feel it. And it was really um, kind of like the triad of that well-being that started to take place, mm. which also ignited the whole here and now and me wanting to um, uh, expand. expand in that and, and give that to other people in English, seeing that the English version uh, hadn't been adapted yet. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. And you adapted really well. You brought in those slides. I love those slides, man. It really helped to, for people that are more visual. And also me, uh, once you create these slides and I did the audio on them, it allowed me to even expand more into yeah. these different modalities. So it's very interesting. I love that combination. Um, and so then now you're coaching people in this here and now uh, program. Yeah. Um, so it's a beautiful thing. And you've also, um, you've also started doing, uh, your own thing a little bit, uh, which is, uh, healing to coaching or coaching to healing. It's Wait. healing to coaching. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Healing to coaching yeah. actually, uh, ignited through me working with you and yeah. we were working on the website too together yeah. and uh, we had talked about a blog and all this stuff and, and sh sharing my experience. Yeah. And I just really wanted to um, extend the healing with a Jesse side by saying, it's not because you're healing that you can't be coaching. Exactly. Well, see, it's your, I see it as your journey. It is absolutely. Coaching. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the name came from, really. Beautiful name. Um, uh, so uh, I think life is a, a, how can I say that in English? Or parcours, like a, a journey. A, yeah, 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 exactly. It's a journey. And um, it's not because you're, you started at point A that your goal being point B, that there aren't steps in between. And Absolutely. I want people to understand that you can have this beautiful goal um, that is, uh, you know, what you're reaching out to, but there's a process through that and to embrace that whole process, embrace the journey. Exactly. 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 So that's so intrinsic to healing. Cause if you're, you have a goal in mind, it's good to have goals. It's very motivational. Yeah. It's very, uh, it brings you into a big state of determination to reach it. Yep. Uh, but then we have to talk about attachment and detachment. Absolutely. Uh, if you're attached to your goal, I remember, I love Muji um a spiritual healer i love this guy and he said he said creating holding on to an intention creates tension and mm. it's like holding on was the specific he didn't say not to create intentions we yes. said to hold on to it uh, so same thing in healing it's good to obviously we want to have the mindset of healing but we want to embrace the journey because the whole goal of life is here and now so exactly. if you're not embracing the journey uh, you're not really grasping the concept of being here and now because being healed um, or being in optimal health for me, right? not necessarily healed because you get healed by a doctor, uh, yes. but <laughs> to be in optimal health um, and to really have a better experience of life for me comes from all these habits that we can uh, change. If you're not enjoying your day, these your habits are your day. If you're not enjoying your day, then why are you living? What are you doing? Are you living for a future? If you are, then that's anxiety. Are you living right. constantly stuck on the past? Well, that's depression. Right. The only real reality in this life, the only optimal health place 
is in the here and now, in the present. So the present becomes a present. Uh, you know, the yeah, presence sure. of the present becomes a present. God, I love that. <laughs> and the thing is, um, the here and now is the journey. And exactly. I think that's what people don't understand. And it's a concept that's very hard to grasp because we live in a society where we're always looking forward or basing our future experience on our past experiences. Exactly. But when we say, I want to achieve health, the fact that you are taking the road to achieve health you're already achieving health absolutely, because you're taking those modalities in that present moment. Mm -hmm. So what is optimal health? Optimal health is doing the best you can in that specific moment absolutely. to reach the optimal health of the moment yep. to your full capacity. The more you're in the moment, the more that moment becomes, that moment becomes rich and the more right. grateful you become. That's kind of what we're talking about in healing. Exactly. In uh, getting a better situation, really enjoying your life because the present moment is the only thing we have in life. We could think about a future. It's good. Like I said, motivation, determination, goals. But at the end of the day, you're always here now. You're always in this moment. And if you can't enjoy this moment, uh, for me, that's what meditation is. Yeah. I love this quote by uh, Alan Watts. I actually have it tattooed on my arm. Mm. Uh, meditation is the discovery that the point of life is always arrived at in the immediate moment. And nothing can be truer. It can't be more said than that. I always thought it was a practice. I would close my eyes and be like, okay, now I'm meditating. Uh, but then if I'm not closing my eyes sitting down there, then okay, I'm not in meditation and I don't enjoy this moment as much. So that's like a kind of a switch of mindset there to understand, yo, meditation is actually a constant state that you could be in. It's about being in the present moment and flowing with it. And I have to say too, actually, this whole program, there are these beautiful modalities, yep. um, but also through the coaching with you or the coaches that we have now yeah. through these conversations um we are changing our mindset Absolutely. so not our only are we ro reprogramming our body uh yeah. physically but we are reprogramming our mind Absolutely. to become what we want ultimately which it could be health, success, whatever. This you know? is beautiful. It's the connection because when we yes. say reprogram the mind, the mind is simply chemistry, right? Exactly. And so when you reprogram the body, you're reprogramming the mind as well or opposite way. If you right. reprogram your mind, you are reprogramming your body as well. They're all interconnected. Our, our concept has always been that the physical, the emotional, and the mental body are one. Uh, and as you cleanse any of those three, they will always end up cleansing the others, purifying the others. Right. And the whole goal for me, uh, when you're when we're talking about optimal health, is having a healthy body, having a healthy emotional body, and having yeah. a very healthy um, psych psychological state, mental body. Right. You know. Uh, so I'm glad, and I've seen you know you know this transition with you throughout the time. Um, like I remember when I met you, the energy you were in, the, the how you were thinking, and yeah. everything. Um, I could tell there was a lot of emotions and a lot of uh, like journeys that were rough, uh, yes. that were heavy. Yeah. And um, throughout throughout the year, like you said, it probably one year, yeah. but it seems like way more than that. It does. It um, does yeah. Like I've seen you get so much more light through how you perceive life, uh, and to really start doing that with other people, it's a beautiful thing to uh, to have that circle of you going through it and then you sharing it back. You know, it's ripples. 
And yeah. so it's a beautiful thing. And that's why I want to talk like here now, if you guys are interested, it's three month program. It's really good it's, for you guys. Yeah. Um, it's more based in these modalities. We're talking about breathing, iridology, like the analysis of your eye. That's not medically recognized by the way, uh, but it is a very useful tool. And yes. we do also herbal programs and uh, we do nutrition exposure to the cold meditation and one i want to talk to about uh, uh, talk about a little bit later tantra and mm -hmm. uh, is the one that you had a little bit more difficulty to integrate yes but um we're going to talk about tantra well might as well talk about that now because i wanted to go into he uh, coaching to healing uh, healing to coaching, healing to <laughs> coaching. <laughs> <laughs> but um we're going to talk about that a, a little bit more because right. like the contrast is if you guys have more um more of a need for like um physical things if you really need to do a lot of changes physically yeah. the here and now would be perfect and vanessa is one of the coaches in there so she's definitely going to be able to coach you there and everything um but if you're looking for something that's like um more of an emotional uh specific for emotions and also it's like a specific coaching because vanessa uh, in her coaching to healing um healing to coach i'm gonna have it i'm gonna have it one day it's the, it's the journey you start yeah. healing you finish uh, well well not finish you start but... healing you finish coaching yeah i feel you yeah i feel you well you continue on coaching yes exactly um, so basically in that program that coaching what you do it's more specific to emotional health uh, yes. directly less physical things to do and we're going to more talk maybe some physical things if you could correct yeah. me but um i feel like it's way more a one-on-one -on -one with you and really going into these emotions uh touching that i think there's also a little bit of a pnl in there or is that uh, uh... yeah neuro linguistic practicing exactly so uh, there's a little bit of that so i bring NLP some yeah English. Okay. yeah exactly i bring some of those tools but it's really a beautiful uh, mix of different practices that um, I felt resonated best. And how would emotional. you how would you dif like differentiate uh, the here and now and the um, the coaching uh, the healing to coaching? I got it this time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the healing to coaching. How would you differentiate for people that are looking for uh, like to know which side of you to be coached on? Because uh, those both programs uh, you offer those. Uh, we offer those and um, yeah so we, to, just to orient people a little bit um, like I would say people that would need more like have like uh, physical ailments and stuff like that that uh, that are looking to really um, really really looking to get into a better state of experience of life um, and with all of those conditions and everything like that um, I think the here now might be something more tuned yeah and for a person that has more of an emotional uh and psychological uh like need like to to kind of like really needs more more time with the person to talk about uh, emotions and to go through a uh, different neural linguistic linguistic programmings and you have all these charts as well that you got out yeah uh, that would be more attuned uh, to to coaching to uh, to healing to coaching yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it um, so that's a beautiful thing how long is that uh, maybe we could talk about that how long is that program um it's right now I'm working on a full blown program okay uh, for the moment I'm offering one on one coaching okay so sessions yeah sessions. Um, oh, so that's how there, it differentiates right now. Exactly. Okay. There is a possibility where we could sit down and look at your needs and be like, okay, let's, you know, because everyone's very different. Yeah. And right now, uh, now that the here and now is existent yeah. and we have these 
beautiful core practices. Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't, the needs could be more specific when we're talking about psychological, emotional, because yeah. of the trauma that someone could have gone through or whatever. Yeah. And I just want to clarify right now, I'm not a doctor. Um, it's definitely a mindset thing. Um, I help just people improve the quality of their way of thinking and whatever. I'm not there to diagnose or, uh, yeah. you know, to, but, um, I use the practices, uh, that worked for me, uh, that are apart from the here and now, but do integrate a bit of that as well. Cause and, in my understanding, it's like you did this here now and you started doing these techniques right. and through that gained energy and passion, exactly. you realize, okay, I need to focus a little bit more on my emotional and mental health. Right. A lot of people through the here and now, these techniques can address that too, but it was more particular for you, how you did it. And that's why you're offering it in that way. And that's why I love, uh, this type of uh, alternative holistic thinking, you know, yeah. because it's like there's so many different methods and there's so many different people. Um, some people might need a vibration uh, of hearing Vanessa and exchanging with right. Vanessa. Right. And through the here and now, they'll do that as well. But the plat the, the main uh, platform of the program is with Jesse. And right. Jesse, and we have a lot of videos with you in there as well. Uh, but, you know, the structure came out of my experience. So if people resonate more with my experience in healing, right. that's going to be more of that program. If not, right now, individual sessions with you yeah. are ideal. And when uh, that program comes out, we're going to probably do another podcast and talk about that. For I sure. love that. It's going to be a big thing, too. And, I, you know, I encourage – I've had a lot of different coaches through the years – uh, work with me and I encourage everybody obviously to mm -hmm. to do their own thing to grow yeah. themselves because like individual healing comes from connecting with somebody else who has healed themselves yeah. and when we're talking about healing we're, we're not talking so much about like medication or anything like that we're talking about your experience of life are you suffering your experience of life uh, through any like physical emotional or mental uh, symptom or are you really thriving through life are you enjoying your life and right. our passion and expanding and are actually the highest service for me is service to others so and when a person comes to an optimal state um it's like they just want to share it with others you know that's where yeah. the coaching comes in that's why healing to coaching right. i love it it's a beautiful right. beautiful term right um yeah so that's an amazing thing uh, so people like if you're looking for uh, for coaching uh for some good techniques both of these programs are there for you yeah for and sure. uh, we have a lot of different things as well you're going to start uh, well, you're starting already to offer more energetic uh massages too eh? yeah i'm yeah. getting started on that that yeah. too was um this brings me on tantra Go. <laughs> <laughs> this too actually is something that i integrated um uh, the first energetic massage i had ever had was with you yeah. and i was so confused and if i could just real quickly you know when we're talking about the difference between here and now and in your coaching and in healing to coaching with me i was um, very much in the head and you are very much in action, um, which differentiates to the approaches. So mm. through the, those massages, me being very much in my head, I was like, what should I expect? What am I, you know? And when eventually I ended, ended up letting go completely, mm. I saw, uh, how, um, 
beneficial yeah beneficial yeah, it could be when you just let yourself be mm. and um i that's kind of why i wanted to start integrating the energetic massages too because i figure when you get the practices right yeah. then let your body do what it needs to do because it is so perfectly programmed and made up that there's nothing really that you need to control and once you grasp that it's such a beautiful thing it's amazing that's the awakening of intuition absolutely you know, intuition like scientifically intuition is a more powerful tool than intellect uh, they can measure yes. the electromagnetic field of the brain and of the heart and they they noted that the electromagnetic field of the heart is a hundred times more electric and five thousand times more magnetic. That means they could monitor it for uh, well beyond your body, you know, well beyond your body. And that means that that intelligence is beyond you. That's why, like every time that comes up, it's like you could drive somewhere or you could be thinking about going to something, and just the feeling, the feeling tells you everything. Like that feeling. From the from the standpoint of the heart's intelligence which has no time it that feeling is telling you that how is that going to go the whole thing it's like when you meet a person when they say love at first sight or something yeah it's your heart can actually feel the whole spectrum of time that you'll exchange with this person it's like Absolutely. it's so intelligent and that's why for intuition we cannot expect to try to become so intellectually developed that we can analyze and strategize and go through our lives in that way strategies and be being able to think critically and everything is very important but we can't lead our life like that uh, because this is where we get to satsang and i love we do this a lot you know yeah. this week last time we remember we did this yeah. we were talking um i call it cutting our heads off yeah. you know it's a little bit intense and a visual but i heard this in a in a a beautiful story of a guru who said that when it came to satsangs which are gatherings of people that come together just to talk and exchange you know about life and about their their premises of what they think of metaphysical and everything and it's like uh, this guy was like leave your head outside when you when you come in mm. you know it's a beautiful image to say yo just come in with your heart um and so when we're trying to lead with what with our heads and we go to simple questions which in coaching we do well i do this a lot yeah i ask I people like, I'm like, okay, so where do we come from? You know, when they're in their big health problems or their, their big situation, like crisis or something, and you ask them a simple question, like, where do you come from? Like, who are you really? And like, boom, the mind shuts down for a moment and gives them like a, whoa, okay, like, this is where a person comes back to their heart center to be Absolutely. really fully present there. And they're they're not trying to direct or analyze their life because they realize, whoa, Wait, what do I really know? How how far can my brain go? And the brain's actually limited by time and space. So any question that brings it beyond that, which like where did the universe come from, is not bound by time and space because we're asking where did space come from? And so exactly. brain, like the mind goes into a uh, like, and that still point is a good med uh, beginning for meditation, especially for somebody who's um, putting too much attention on their mind and so it is in the monkey wheel of the mind asking questions all the time and everything and really going for that's how we can cut the mind for a second and breath does that really well and all these techniques yeah. that we're helping people yes. to do do it too but this is a good coaching technique to uh, just in a question 
uh, to kind of like a kung fu uh, the <laughs> the mind back into the heart. Uh, and you did this to me um, yeah. multiple times, okay. <laughs> um, where to the point where I had gotten angry a couple of times yeah, with you sure. because I was so used to and programmed to being in my mind that being feeling that I was being ripped out of it. Yeah was insulting yeah, and loss of control because right? it was so um it made me feel so secure to be in my mind and that's what most people do uh why do we go into our mind because we feel like we can control and, and this understand. is why exactly yes. and if you understand everything you're in control <laughs> and why do we get angry why yeah. do we get angry because we're just suddenly shaken out of the state where we think we know exactly what's going to happen how it's going to happen based yeah. on the past based on what we're imagining yeah. and that's why we get so insulted but when yeah. we're used to just sitting down with ourselves and yeah. with time and through coaching the idea of coaching here is to let go eventually and be able to coach ourselves right yes. so we're supposed to by getting these this coaching like I did with you, I'm now able to sit with myself and ask myself these questions mm -hmm. and chop my own head off exactly. sometimes when There's need nothing be. as valuable as you chopping your own head off. Right. You do it to, like we're never gonna stop doing that because it's good to have an ego. You know, that's what we're talking about. Being in your head yes. is really uh, like your ego, your sensation of being separate in this life. Like mm -hmm. Jesse is an ego. And it's like I love Jesse. I wouldn't at all try to like uh, push Jesse away. Although there is phases in my life where I've done that. I've tried doing that. I think we all have, yeah. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, but I realized like uh, Jesse just wants love and uh, it's he's a, a little part of me. And uh, once you realize your vastness, your greatness, your present moment, mm -hmm. um, then you don't over identify with Jesse, with your ego. And uh, that allows you basically to lead with your heart because your heart is your present moment. Your heart is your true presence. Right. Um, it's more true that we are our hearts, our consciousness of our hearts, than we are uh, the mind, you know, the thoughts that pop up and everything, the identity of our, of our story. Uh, because if that weren't true, then you would be born at a certain time and like you weren't in existence at all. Then when you were born in existence at all, then when you were born, they gave you a name and that's you. And then when that goes away, that's it. And, and that story, that narrative, uh, that's the ego. And if we attach to that narrative, it's very frightful because you think you're a drop in the ocean and you're like, yo, when I dropped in the ocean, when I die, uh, and then people are afraid to die. They're afraid of the lies. And right. you know, that's where, it goes from knowledge, which is limited by time and space, to wisdom, you know, to experience. And when you touch that place that you are timeless, that you are present, and that you're not present as Jesse or as Vanessa, but you're just presence, uh, well, that's the optimal state of meditation. And for me, now it brings us into the perfect place of Tantra. <laughs> yes. <You know? laughs> let's get into it. Let's Tantra is a branch of yoga. Yes. And yoga is to feel oneness. That's it's the goal union. of yoga. Union. Yoga means union. To feel one with everything. Which actually news, breaking news, I just, just, just this week finished my certification in yoga coaching. Wow. Which doesn't mean that I'm going to start uh, doing all these positions, but the whole um, integration of the Sanskrit words and what yeah. they mean and all of this stuff. I so it. I could bring that too. So that's, that's a little... Uh, little, uh, yeah. <laughs> the more we experience things uh, in ourselves, the more we could share them with right. people, and that's beautiful. That's why we do that. Right. Uh, as a coach, it's very motivating to 
do things that uh, that develop you. Yeah. You know, because personal development allows you to share. The only thing we can do as coaches share our personal experience, unless we're uh, sharing other people's experience, and then we don't feel good doing that. Right. Um, and people won't resonate with our message. But that's why experimenting on these things are beautiful. So Tantra was is a branch of yoga, mm-hmm. and Tantra is with the sexual energy bringing ourselves into the state of union of yoga um and so that's why you had a little bit of a like an integration with tantra oh, wow yeah right? so, i would say that. you're being very nice right now because <laughs> a little bit is being very light yeah. i was um i don't want to say not open to it but i felt very um intimidated and um uh how can i put this um menacing like mm-hmm. um uh what's the freaking word <laughs> you felt um, intimidated and uh, threatened threatened yeah. i felt threatened by tantra yeah um because i think through the ego um, I felt like, well, I know what sexual relations are and I know what intimate relations are and how in the F dated and, um, uh, how can I put this? Um, menacing, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's the freaking word? <laughs> You felt um, intimidated and uh, threatened. Threatened. Yeah. I felt threatened by Tantra. Yeah. Um, because I think through the ego, um, I felt like, well, I know what sexual relations are and I know what intimate relations are and how in the F is this going to help me heal my emotional uh, distress. Um, and it was in a sense forcing me to look at my relationships, um, which was one of the core foundations of my, the fact that I wasn't well, um, coming from codependency, and this is externally, but also a relationship with myself where I was really not well. Intimacy into me. I, I see. see. Exactly. So deep, eh? It's a mirror. Exactly. Jumping into a relationship uh, is a big healing because, well, if you jump in it consciously, because then... That's the key word. There. Exactly. Yeah. Through being in a relationship with somebody, you get a mirror of how you are and what mm-hmm. you do and what you like and you don't like. And so it's a very deep into me. I see in a very healing thing if you're conscious in it. So it 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 kind of forced you to bring a conscious uh, awareness into the relationships right. uh, in your life. Right. And um, without practicing tantra, because I was so closed off to it, um, I did have this opening into looking at myself still. Mm-hmm. Um, and by, I had been in a new relationship, so obviously new relationships are beautiful and you want to experiment new things and you get more in touch with your inner child, which is being more in the purity of your heart and all this stuff where you're not limited. So by doing that, 
I realized that my intimate relationships, so sexually, mm-hmm. um, were so completely off where I um, was using my body as a sense to be loved. And that doesn't mean, I mean, some people will say like, oh, someone will dress provocatively, but it's the same um, mindset. I think I wasn't necessarily dressing provocatively, but to feel like someone desired me sexually and to and I would get into these states where I would completely block my heart off and mechanically do what I had to do to get the feeling and the sensation of love externally Mm. when when I wasn't loving myself through that Mm. um and tantra really taught me um to slow down mm-hmm. and I'm not ta- talking in action wise per se, but to, which yes, too. which it does it, yeah. which really it does, but to like meditation, which is a part of a yoga practice as well to observe yeah. and to sit in it. And, um, through the practice of Tantra, I realized that I had never, made love Mm. i had had sex i had never made love but why was that see i love it that you brought up the perfect thing because i see it as a a a mathematical equation i see sex plus meditation equals tantra right you know what i mean and that's the big difference but we call it conscious awareness earlier or something yeah but basically we're talking about meditation uh and for me, that's why I was saying Tantra is a branch of yoga because the goal is through sex, not just sex, but through the sexual energy. That's why I say that because it's with yourself right. even before it's with a partner. Yes. But through that sexual energy, uh, you could come to a place of perfect meditation. Mm. Uh, that orgasm, not the physical orgasm, but the tantric orgasm is the abandonment of your ego in that moment and you have to abandon completely your ego for that energy to rise through your body rather than be expelled through your body as much for the woman as for the man and that's where it becomes tantra making love because the energy actually circulates through your heart and exchanges in a circle right uh, with your partner or with yourself Um, and that's why it's like called tantra which is sacred sexuality rather than just sexuality you know rather than sex which isn't connected really to the heart and that's why like things like porn depict that perfectly yeah Yeah. yes and if i can um just give another vision of what uh tantric sex is like for me of course um when you achieve that meditation um for me is kind of like Say, for example, and I'm not talking about sexually, but you get your someone tickles you, right? And then you laugh. But when you're in that laughter, when you're in that state of mind, you're in the present moment. And what are you feeling? That euphoria and that laughter just goes through your whole body because you're in a state of present moment, therefore meditation, therefore feeling through your whole body, the sensation of the tickling, for example. And at the same time, and you're abandoning yourself because you're not, exactly. you're just the feeling. You're exactly. not thinking yourself to be experimenting the feeling. You're lost in the feeling. Exactly. And that's meditation. So we're talking about sex here, but as uh, in a parallel, 
Um, if you take, like I said, tickling, for example, which is non-sexual or, well, it can be, but, you know, in this example, it's not. That's the exact state of a tantric orgasm when your body lets go and the sensation takes over and that's where you hit the nirvana and that orgasmic, that um, tantric orgasm. Yeah, exactly. Where you transmute the sexual energy through your right. body. And right. Like a woman can, like many women have this experience throughout their lives, like a couple of times, even right. through sex, especially yes. when they're in a relationship or a long-term relationship, because uh, the the body of a woman is already awoken to the multi-orgasmic state. Yep. But yes. most men are locked to that state because of the ejaculation. Uh, so like, yes, maybe when you, when a person is young or when it, it's a new flame or something like a person can exchange and have multiple ejaculations right. a day, but this cannot be kept up because you're losing vital energy through doing that. And you get to a point where to become multi-orgasmic really, and to have actually sustenance through this exchange for it to be meditative, uh, you need to transmute this energy and not lose this vital energy. Uh, and this, there's a big comprehension. Like I know even the Dalai Lama said that the vital energy must never be let go of. Mm -hmm. um, so like there, there's a deep suited understanding of this, but like, even if people do semen retention, uh, but don't learn to connect to this meditative right. heart open state, they, they get uh, blue balls. Like it really, <laughs> exactly. I've actually had people call me with this problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's where we connect with meditation and the heart. And that's why Tantra from yoga um, is with the heart it's with meditation you want to bring in conscious awareness in this uh, and really be present with uh, this animal that we have that we all are and that for me is you know right. the animal comes from our root our root and our sacral we're very animal beings we yes. are you know come from monkeys when you think about it um so to be able to own that sexual energy our desires and all of that um, you can only own that when you're truly in that meditative state. If not, you know, there's going to be, am I doing it right? Uh, can I say this? Uh, if I share this intimate place or this de intimate desire or fantasy, am I going to it to be yourself uh, can only come through your open heart and your meditative right. present state and uh, loving yourself. If you love yourself completely, you're going to be fully yourself. And if the person doesn't love that, then you know they don't love you for who you are. Absolutely. You know, so that's why yeah. I try. it's always going to be authenticity, transparency, to be able to be fully connected and feel secure. That's why I like calling, you know, when people get into a sexual act or even when people are self-stimulating, um, it's like the confessional. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anything that comes up in that energy, if we're really present with it, a lot of emotions are going to come up because this isn't our root. This right. is our most dense energy that we have, and we tend to hide our, our most uh, heavy emotions in that dense energy. And that's why a lot of these uh, transmutations allow a lot of healing, emotions to cross, and the yes. body will then shake, contract. Uh, all these things can happen. And then we have uh, the Kundalini rise uh, right. that we can talk about. Uh, but, um, yeah, so that's an amazing thing. And you started opening up more and more to uh, this tantric energy. I think I'm going to put the link to show people the, um, show people your first experience. Uh, I remember on, on yeah. the sofa there yeah. and, and that was a really big Kundalini rise. And you like, really for a person to abandon like that, you know, I've seen a lot of different, uh, during 
yeah. healing massages and everything. I've right. seen a lot of different people have these rises and these experiences, but like n- usually um, a person's not that open at the beginning and you were very open to that energy. Um, you know, Which because- is very funny because um, uh, in my mind, I was not. And, um, you know, when I had come in even the first time for an energetic massage, and this was, I think, on our first meeting before I even officially had started the program, I was um, kind of reluctant. And I was like, well, is this some voodoo type of stuff? But like I said, when you're at this pivotal point in your life, you're like, I need to change. It's not I should change. It's I must change. And so you're ready to kind of open up to all these new modalities. And, um, so yes, the fact that I had opened up at that moment, um, which is probably the link you're going to be sharing, um, was huge for me because I was still very much in a healing process at that point, but that did show me at what point I was capable of opening up, even if I was trying to keep the lid on that pot that was simmering, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel you. And those openings opened you up so much. The, the yeah. rises, the Kundalini rises, opened up the endocrine glands, which are the chakras. Right. And um, it, it just like opens up your senses so much. And that really boosted, accelerated your your healing, your, yes. your opening, your yes. getting into a better state of health, yeah. you know, of experience of life, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you came to retreats, which you were reluctant to come at, uh, at the beginning. And like your experience already at the retreats were, was very big as well. It was huge. Uh, because huge. You know, there were a lot of people. And so the, the energy is even bigger. Um, it's a, a very different. We could go deeper sometimes in individual uh, uh, energetic massages, but sometimes the energy of the group will uh, make people go even uh, more into this feeling secure, feeling, uh, you know, connected state and opening up. There's that. I would say also the fact that I had been practicing at this point for quite some mm, time, almost that's true. You a couple already... of months of meditation. Yeah. Um, I was open to that and going through that. I had no expectations. I wasn't going there attached to a Kundalini rise or to an emotional abandonment or whatever. I was actually there hoping to observe what it was like. And man, did I observe firsthand. (laughs) Um, I think um, I maybe even traumatized some people. Not actually, but I mean, there was... There was a hell of an opening yeah, there. Yeah, your body was shaking. You like came off of your yoga mat. You were like, yeah. I like, I actually had an, uh, two facilitators with me who yeah. like really held your helped you hold your feet and everything because Kundalini rises could be very. It's like you know when you get cold and then you start shaking. Your right. body's trying to move that energy. Right. And, and exactly. That's what's happening in the Kundalini rise. Which too. again through rage you'll see the same thing when you're so mad and it's so uh, and you start shaking well this is all energy yeah yeah it's crazy because that's the other opposite the anger and shaking like that would be from the sympathetic side of too much tension and shaking yeah and then the other side is when you're abandoning the parasympathetic you're abandoning yourself and in that abandonment the body starts shaking uh, and transmutes that energy it's actually a beautiful feeling uh, but um, yeah, it's very healing, and so there's a lot of emotions and uh, you know things yeah. that can come up and rise. So that was a beautiful experience to see you go through that. Yeah. I love that. And uh, yeah, now we're we're doing these uh, these coachings, uh, these programs with people, 
and I'm really proud to see all the journey uh, that you've been through and like now that you're, you're doing this coaching as well um, you know it's beautiful to see this transition in people and so uh, yeah if people are interested um, definitely I would say hit you up you have a uh, well healing to coaching yeah uh, people could uh, go on your Facebook page healing yeah to coaching. healing you to actually coaching have a group too um the well the facebook page i have the instagram also healing to coaching Beautiful. if not i'm still very much active in a little bit less now but still in the here and now group that we yeah. have through healing with jesse i'm accessible yeah. through healing with jesse yeah. on the website so really there's a whole bunch of ways to uh reach out to me and um, even for any questions you know um i'm you know, sharing is caring, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. Thank you for for, sure. for coming. Thank you so yeah, much for having for me. Absolutely, absolutely. I wanted to share this. We're definitely going to do more, uh, more podcasts on uh, different things because, uh, yeah. especially, I want to talk about those slides and that program. We're going to make a podcast for the Here Now program, and uh, yes. eventually, like I said, when uh, your full program is there, we're going to make a podcast for that too. This is about spreading everything about health and, uh, you know, all these techniques that we could help people get into a better yeah. uh, mindset, better emotional state and a better physical state and to basically optimize uh, their experience to right. uh, to increase their well-being in life. And that's a beautiful thing. So uh, thank you for being here, guys. Thank and, you so um, much. Thank you. And uh, until the next time, until I'm going to be waiting time. for my invitation again. Definitely. <laughs> Gotta love, love that. <laughs>